0: This is Geeks Out on Joy 94.9. You can hear the show live Monday nights at 8 p.m. Or you can check out our podcasts at joy.org.au forward slash geeks out. Lovecraft Country is the story of a young black man in the 1950s who travels through aggressive racist counties in search of his missing father. There he finds more than just would be clansmen, but monsters, magic, and other horrors. To wet your appetite, here is the trailer.
1: One, two, three. One, two, three.
0: <laughs> this back. <is fat. laughs> reacquainted with
1: old friends. (laughs) (laughs) Uncle George, the reason I'm back home, my father,
0: he's gone missing. One, two, three! He wrote me. The place he wants me to go is in Lovecraft Country. One, two, three! This place... Haven't even gotten to the real strange part. This is a very interesting series because it covers a lot of the work of H.P. Lovecraft. A very much known racist, but from a African American point of view, in the I want to say nineteen fifties. Yes, nineteen fifties, because I just said that. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, keep, um, up clean, keep up, Clayton. Keep up. I know. Up. It's like, where? How did I? Um, and talking in times of segregation and sitting at the back of the bus and all that sort of stuff. But and Jim Crow laws. Yeah. Yeah, but with horror, which, mm. um, which I think is actually from the first. I've seen two episodes. How many of you seen?
1: I've I've only seen the first two. Yeah. Um, I actually had a... You know, as much as I, I really engaged with the first episode, the second sort of lost me.
0: Yeah, well, and we'll definitely get to that in a few minutes. Um, what I do think the series is most importantly about is that juxtaposition of horror of monsters and the horrors of racism and how they're actually not that far apart, to be honest. Um, humans are the monster in, in a lot of the cases. Um, but... Um, I actually did like the show for its characters. I think the characters are really entertaining and really engaging. And I I kind of want to spend more time with them. So I think I will go back and give another episode a try. Um, Let's talk about the first episode first and then we'll get to the second. Uh, I actually found it a little bit too slow on the burn. It does take about... 70% of the episode just to introduce everything and then we only have about 30% of the episode actually dealing with some some uh, kind of more mysterious horror stuff I guess it's necessary but I could have it could have moved along a little bit for me a bit faster how did you feel about it Miranda
1: I thought what you want in horror you know atmosphere is the number one element always and the first episode did build a very solid atmosphere that even, um, you know, whitey such as myself could get a feel for about, you know, what it's like to be, um, at least to some degree, a black man in America or a black woman in America at that time and place. I had never heard of the concept of a sundown town, which, you know, while I knew that there are dangerous places to go, which could mean, you know, death for um, an African American pers- person to move through. I'd never heard the actual term of a town that said, "You know, if you're not out by sundown, whatever happens is your own fault," and that's that's couching it very very lightly
0: i um, absolutely have to 100 percent agree i have never heard of this concept and i'm a bit disappointed in myself for not knowing it um and i actually did some research and there are like in the show sundown counties so how counties you aren't allowed to be in if you are african-american after dark and if you happen to be murdered so be it
1: and some of them still exist you know i went on wikipedia and did my insertions and they do have a list of modern day sundown towns in the us where you know if you cross certain lines ever or if you're there at a certain time it's it's a matter of life and death you're you're taking your life into your hands going there because of dangerous evil racist people
0: it's just horrifying and that is much scarier than any monster in this movie a series sorry
1: i mean i absolutely agree um And it's that establishing of atmosphere and showing the viewer what, you know, life is like to be living in that way, your own humanity is a risk to live, to, to be able to travel and to move. That was very well pronounced in the first episode, and I felt that very, very deeply, and that... That definitely caught in my chest, especially when they're trying to escape the sundown county while maintaining the speed limit under the watch of a sheriff.
0: That was beautifully um, executed. Uh, Just the tension and fear that you felt for these characters was perfect.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, I think that slow burn paid off there very, very well. But I feel we lost that atmosphere and that tension moving into the second episode. In the second episode, they're a step closer to finding the protagonist's father, and they find him at a manner in which suddenly they're treated well by white people in a way that they never would be expected to ever have that sort of treatment in that sort of environment. Uh, the grounds were a veritable castle, and you know they're being waited on hand and foot, and there's clothing that's been custom fit for them and they've been expected and they're being treated politely and called sir by people which is you know mind-blowing you know if you think about the power disparity of, of that age but i don't think we got to settle in the the discomfort or the mistrust of that environment for too long before we get into the almost cartoonish mad science of it it does explore some ideas of you know the illusion of uh, bloodlines and the meaning of bloodlines and talking a little bit about how some slaves were regarded as well treated mm. and you know what that means you know, in terms of slave owners impregnating their slaves and so forth but the episode felt a bit too cartoony for me to be really scared of the monster or the consequences in that situation. It sort of just felt like they abandoned one track and then just jumped onto another. I would have liked to have learned more about the, the racism of the rich old white men who made up this secret cult
0: definitely needed more focus on the secret cult maybe we'll get that later in the season but it we kind of jumped to points in the story that were too soon and it kind of felt like this could even be a final episode of the series in some ways because it had so many things coming to a a hilt very quickly um i didn't mind the last i I don't disagree with your first part of the episode but the last 20 minutes i actually thought it, it kind of captured a little bit more of what the first episode had where you actually did feel that tension and um, what was happening for the characters but then it kind of didn't have quite have the consequences you expected. So mm. I am interested to see where this goes with the next episode. Um, because it seems like they actually, I thought the whole series was going to be a road trip, um, but it seems that they actually come back to their, their original town and stuff. So, which is great because there were some great characters there that we didn't get to find much out about.
1: That could definitely tie into the horrors that they bring home with them.
0: Mm, yes. Um Cast wise, uh, Jonathan Majors, Journey Smollett and Courtney B. Vance. I want to talk about Journey Smollett because she was actually in um, Birds of Prey, which the more recent film and playing Dinah Lance or Black Canary. So I did not realize because of her amazing hair in the Birds of Prey film. And then in this one, it just did not seem like the same person. But yeah, I can see it now. I've sort of thought about it.
1: I mean, I absolutely love her in um, in both these productions and, you know, she was an incredible character and I, I fell in love with her. Although, I want to give props to Courtney B. Vance, who is mm-hmm. one of those um, very understated actors who I would still cast in everything. I first uh, knew of Courtney B. Vance in um, Law and Order Criminal Intent and then he went on to pe- play um, Johnny Cochran in The People vs. O.J. Simpson, which is where I next saw him and he's played... A few sort of bits and pieces here and there and he's he's a very classic serious actor and I just love him in everything. And I love him in this as well because you know he is, you know, he's an old man, he's getting on a bit, you know, like his his, you know, feet hurt, his knees are out. Um, but he's also an old school sci-fi fan and has this collection of books and knows, you know, Lovecraft and H.G. Wells and all of these other authors that, you know, I've never heard of because I'm not well enough read. Mm. But I loved the, the sci-fi fan enthusiasm of the characters of, uh, you know, of, of the entire cast when we're first introduced to them. The opening scene of the show actually has a, a protagonist whose name I can't remember off the top of my head. He is having visions of being in the trenches, fighting in the war, uh, in the Korean War, I think he was. Mm, he was. Um, but also dealing with with monsters in the trenches and UFOs flying overhead and tentacle monsters like, um, like Cthulhu, Cthulhu appearing on the horizon. And it's... Um, you know, that sort of cartoon fantasy right at the start was I don't know, I thought that was delightful. You know, not scary at all, but it did it did set up his sort of mindset of what his worldview looks like.
0: It certainly established some of those um, Lovecraftian things straight off the bat. So we And bat, it also, because there's a baseball player who jumps in there as well. Um, <laughs> but, um, it definitely, I liked it. I thought it was a great way to start. And then I liked that it jumped from that into discussing the racism around science fiction as well with the conversation with another passenger on the bus.
1: Mm, and again, that just fed into the atmosphere of the first episode, which I felt was lost in the second
0: Definitely. So, Miranda, what are you going to be giving this out of 10
1: Cthulhu's? I think I'm only going to give this six and a half tentacles out of 10, unfortunately. But I'm sure the rest of the series picks up. But, you know, I'm also a harsh critic in the sense that I think you should be able to hook your audience right away
0: and that's fair enough and i think that this is a a show that i could definitely get into given a few more episodes i definitely going to keep giving it a try i'm going to give it seven out of ten to end out the show today uh we're going to be playing something from lovecraft country it is called whitey on the moon and this is a brand new piece for me it is a poem set to music and i am so happy that this came into my life it is amazing you like it too i believe miranda
1: Oh, yes. Yeah, so, so presumably this is from 1969 onwards, you know, some sort of jazz spoken word piece. I love it.
0: Yeah. Um, if you are listening to this on podcasts, we can't include it in the podcast anymore due to licensing. But please do yourself a favour and go and find it on YouTube. This podcast was produced by Joy Media. You can support Joy's diverse sound and diverse community this June by donating to Joy Radiothon 2024